What's up, guys? What's up, man? How we doing? <clears throat> I always got to hear it. I always got to hear him start rapping. The, uh, then I feel good. Then I feel like I'm ready to go for a podcast. It, that's like the last little um, switch for me. That's it. Um, and this um, regular, regular black can. Oh, man. Don't be advertising star. that Not shit, that bro. Uh, what? Give a fuck. What? Full sugar. It's a sugar thing. I don't care about Rockstar. It's New Year's Eve, man. I said, you know what? I haven't had an original in a long time. Will's getting crazy. I'm all about being an original. <laughs> I'm having an original. An original for an original in support of other originals. That's how we're going to frame this thing up. Uh, it, this is not a sponsor of the Day $1.00 podcast. However, if you guys are watching, we'd fucking love to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, guys, to uh, the Day $1.00 podcast. We appreciate you listening. A lot of you, it's your first time hearing a live episode from us. You got a good call to action you want everybody here today too, right? No, that was it. Let's get our name out there. Danny, hey, we appreciate the support from all of you guys. <clears throat> Wherever you come from, whether you're coming from Andy Frisella's group, um, what a great culture they are. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of support from them since we've been on the podcast um, with Andy and his brother Sal. Just sharing it. <clears throat> Just getting mm -hmm. the word out and sharing everything that we're talking about, everything that we're doing. We super appreciate it. Um, super appreciate it. Yeah, we're uh, we're definitely still on the on the climb, guys, for sure. And um, you know, we've been gaining a lot of traction recently, which has been really, really awesome. And that's all thanks to you guys and literally just sharing the episode, taking the screenshots and putting it on your Instagram. Anything you guys do, it helps us out a ton. And with us again, still being on the climb, we're we're trying to make as big of an impact as we can. So we're just we're appreciative of everything you guys do to support us. Yeah, I think we're <clears throat> speaking of climb. I think we're always going to be on the climb, man. Like you know, especially after yeah. Hanging out with Andy and just watching where he's at with his climb and what he wants to accomplish. I think we're we're very similar as far as like, man, the work's never done. Um, and I like that. I like <clears throat> at whatever level we're at, still being a practitioner as far as being able to just give some quality things out to an audience that helps them with their mindset, mm -hmm. with practical applications, you know, specific to their their industry, especially if they're in lending or real estate, and just giving tools, man, that people can take away. Yeah, and dude. Help. Yeah. And with that being said, we're going to talk about that today. We're going to kind of recap 2021, final thoughts. 2020. 2020. Yep. Oh, man, I'm already hit it. <laughs> That's no problem, bro. I'm just ready to go. You jump to 2021 anytime you want. It's that original. <laughs> it's that sugar. <laughs> it's that taurine burp I just said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, man, just final thoughts. <clears throat> Probably not final thoughts. There's going to be a lot that... um we're going to talk about, especially in the beginning of 2021, that's still referenced 2020 mm -hmm. and some mm -hmm. accomplishments. But today, just kind of recapping, um, you know, the year that it was, um, everything that was involved, pivoting, how we pivoted, and 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 just some big nuggets or just takeaways we can give to the audience as far as like where we saw our pivot, how we accomplished that, and what, what did we do specifically yeah. that kept us moving forward yeah. and on to the best year we've ever had. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if you guys, just to give you guys a little bit of context as far as, you know, what Will and I do as far as our day-to-day, -day, you know, business, we run a real estate, we ran a uh, like traditional real estate team and yeah. uh, we've been working together for the past couple of years and coincidentally, you know, right. I think it was around February. We had, we had hit, had some really good accolades in real estate. We had done really well. We had built a really, really successful team and pre COVID pre all of that, we just decided to, Hey man, let's, what if we just dissolve the team, rebranded you and I, you and I just run and gun, build our build, you know, what we see as our own brand and then just see what we can do together. And yeah. that's what we decided to do. Kobe Bryant died Dude. and everything just went downhill, man. <clears throat> that was the first celebrity that passed away that just hit me and regardless of your opinion of him, don't care. <clears throat> just yep. me personally, it was um yeah, man, just it was a bummer. So, uh -huh. And I think cuz I'm a dad too and I have a daughter and just yep. the way that they passed away. Man, it just 
hit me in the feels. That's the know, first but, domino, bro. Yeah, but we did, man. We we branched off. You know, we had a traditional team with Berkshire Hathaway, and um, hit hit top one percent, hit mm-hmm. top point five percent in the world for that company, and um, kind of saw for what it was. And great folks, great people over there. But running a traditional team out of a traditional office and being very fixed in a location takes a lot of your time yeah. and a lot of your scalability away. To do it the right way, to I'll say that right because there, there's there's teams that are ran sure. where they don't have one on one meetings with their with their. I agents. guess to do it our way, to do it the way yeah. we know how to how to yeah. be successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we decided, man. So we, we made the move over to EXP, and um, <clears throat> it wasn't. You know, there's a lot of great things about EXP, and, and maybe we can talk about that later. I, I do like revenue share. I do like a lot of the attributes that they provide, and Eli can speak to that as well. But, man, the biggest thing that moved us over when we were deciding to – man, we loved our team. We just wanted our time back. Mm-hmm. We felt like we had maximized everybody's p- potential on our team, and they were going to do what they were going to do and be successful. And you and I, we just had different ambitions, <clears throat> and we needed our time back to rebrand and to go into a different direction, especially with all the success we had with video, right? Well, so, and, and real quick, yeah, I'll interject. In addition to, like, having time back, Will's spitting some good shit in our in our Friday meetings. <laughs> and we've got, you know, 10 agents on our team, and we have great relationships with all of them. We do like them a lot. But half the time I'm sitting there listening to this shit, and I'm like, man, this message is going out to 10 fucking people right now. Not that these 10 people don't deserve it, but this could easily be 10,000 people, right? And and in real estate, that message and the message that we spread is, is so needed. And I just, every week it literally pained me just to watch the, this amazing message going to these 10 people and you know i'm always just like okay how can we get this message out to more and more people and wherever we ended up whether it's exp or wherever it had to be a place that allowed us um, a platform where we could just get this message out to the masses yeah well and i appreciate your you know your foresight into all that you know because for me as much as i do talk i might not see my you know i i see myself how i see myself just like everybody else does. And as much as I do talk, like I, I pride myself on being a practitioner and just really executing at a high level at the friction point of a deal mm-hmm. of just beyond, you know, wanting to get a ton of different clients. And how do I get clients? Like I want to make sure that brokers are just extremely proficient on what they do in the professional because it gets a lot of more, ref- it, gets, it gets a lot more referrals <clears throat> than some people might think. But with that being said, it's also a very restrictive mindset of if I'm constantly that practitioner at that level, well, then my mindset's also just with the practitioners that are in front of me versus the scalability. So it was great to have some of your foresight and some of your vision there, man. It was your idea to have a podcast. We got our first couple guest appearances on there. Um, and then once I kind of like understood some of that in our place in this world with podcasting, man, it's blown up. We've had great relationships and <clears throat> I keep speaking about Andy, but what a great guy, him and his brother, and just everybody over there, DJ, everybody over there, man, just great folks. But it also, it just casts... Um, it sheds some light on it, like what's possible and yeah. where you're at and proficient. And, and I do agree, man, like, man, it's so much fun to be scaled and help agents across the country versus agents in Lone Tree, mm-hmm. right? If that makes mm-hmm. sense. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're building our online course. That's I'm, I'm super, that's one thing that I'm super proud of. Uh, you know, we've got this private Facebook group. If you guys are still listening right now, um, Operation Real Estate Success Agent Edition <clears throat> on Facebook. It's a private Facebook group for realtors. And we're literally, everything we've ever done, that's made us successful, whether it's branding, social media, YouTube, podcasting, relationships, folks near and dear to my heart outside of really outside of real estate that has applied, that has given skill sets or refreshed my memory on my skill sets outside of real estate that does relate to real estate and just being a better human and just 
just a betterment of you and your business and, and everything you're about. We're giving all of that away for free on that on that um, Facebook page. If you're listening, please get in there and request that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're excited to have you. But I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the course. We are going to be um, finishing up a course that we started building where you can have all of that information chronological in order. You can download it and save it. Um, we're going to give it away for super cheap. If you can't afford it, cool. We're still giving all the content away for free on that Facebook group. But I'm just proud of that, man. I'm mm-hmm. proud of being able to scale mm-hmm. and help more people versus just 10. And again, it's not that the 10 didn't matter. Of course they matter, yeah. man. They're just still good friends of ours. It's just you start realizing how many people need help and direction with real estate. And it's like they don't realize <clears throat> you're an entrepreneur in this game. Mm-hmm. But you get told like, oh, managing brokers and this person, that person's going to help you. No, mm-hmm. they're not. Mm-hmm. Most managing brokers make a make chicken and flip-flops a year <laughs> to be a managing broker. Yeah. And because of that, they're out doing their own deals just to survive. They don't have time to build your business. They got time to help you out with legal questions. It's on you to build your business, but that's the exciting part is it's mm-hmm. on you, right? Mm-hmm. You can brand yourself obviously within, you know, parameters legally, but you can really expand yourself and brand yourself how you see fit. Well, and think bigger than real estate for, yeah. for listeners, like think bigger than real estate. You know, I've always been such a big fan of being, you know, let's, let's say you're not an entrepreneur. Let's say you're an employee because there's a lot of employees out there and there's nothing wrong with that. You have all the same responsibilities as an entrepreneur does as an employee it's just you, 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 in the past as an employee, you're probably waiting for a direction or waiting, you know, to be, to be do what you're told and just doing your job and then going home. But to really be an excellent employee and, uh, climb the ladder, if you will, I guess for lack of a better term, I was trying to come up with a better term, but climb the ladder. It's what it is. Um, treating that job as if it is your own business. And I promise you there, there is more leeway than you would imagine as far as, uh, taking on more responsibilities and just doing more, um, <clears throat> self-initiated tasks that maybe you're not asked to. So uh, don't think that this is just an entrepreneur podcast, but this is a podcast just for being a better human, being a better, just hard worker. Well, then how do we do that? And that's what's so fun about sharing the Dan Cirillo's, right? The Derek Price's, the Tom Shea's, first, you know, Brian Shantosh, Mm -hmm. having access to those people because it's like, yeah, be a better father, be a better broker, be a better business. Like, it all starts... It ends with you. So how are you bettering you? And like, what challenges are you putting in front of yourself to one, just have a parameter of where you're at in the first place. And then secondly, expose your flaws and how to mitigate those and fix them and move forward. And Mm -hmm. that's what's fun about, you know, inviting people that I'm near and dear with that are outside of real estate that are just high level humans, exposing them, you know, and it's, man, it's super fun. It's super fun, and we've had a lot of success with it. Um, and the biggest success that we had this year was, was you know, I know what you're going to call the pivot. Um, so we, we decided to dissolve our team. We branched off. We created Mile High Property Brothers, um, mm-hmm. you know, brokered by EXP. So we went over to EXP. We have met some good folks over there. Amazing it's, people. <clears throat> it's not a franchise. We just got another referral today. We're literally on, like, four or five referrals yeah. in the past six months from being with exp alone just because of folks on private facebook groups that respect us appreciate what we're doing trust the people that we came on board with that they mm-hmm. sent us referrals and we're on our four, fourth or fifth referral in the past six months just mm-hmm. from that alone right so there's a benefit there but there's no franchise it's everybody just kind of coincides it's one together. big franchise right? one big yeah. franchise and um it's the people that we got around that was amazing we did decide to make the move away from our team prior to covid but I'll tell you what, once COVID happened, it was like, man, things are getting shut down. Uh, you know, real estate was essential. We were like, 
shut down for about a week, maybe two. Yeah, maybe about two weeks. Yeah. And we were always essential, but then like the restrictions they were putting on us on how we had to execute our job was getting a lot different. Obviously, we couldn't have guests in person on the podcast, and so we started getting creative. We started using Zoom, and it was like, okay, like it wasn't about being a victim. It wasn't about complaining. It was like, hey, not only do we have to figure out how to be more resourceful to reach clients and reach people, what can we do to provide value there and still be that leader and still advise? So, we, man, we were doing videos to our email our email list of like prior clients of just updating them on what real estate looks like during COVID, what we're allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do. We're answering questions there. <clears throat> Podcast wise, we started inviting people, right? It was like, Hey, let's just, let's just scale and invite people through zoom. Let's make sure the audio and video and everything is no delay to it. Like if we're going to do it that way versus in person, we loved in person because we, we want, we liked the quality of it. Mm-hmm. Well, but we couldn't do that. Okay. So let's find a way to make the quality as good as possible. Man, we invested in new computers that were just higher powered. We did everything there, you know, just to make sure that it still kept the standard of what we wanted. And we started meeting some incredible people that were doing the same thing, mm-hmm. right? And um, in addition to that, we created a YouTube channel um, living in Denver, Colorado. And this is where it was like, hey, we're going to get on YouTube, figure out algorithms and keyword searches and, and you know, what people are searching about real estate in regards to Colorado. Let's just start giving them information there. Let's just start bringing the information to people versus waiting for people to come to us. And the way I described it was everybody was like, like the game, hungry, hungry hippos, realtors, lender, everybody was fighting over Mm. buyers and sellers in Colorado. And everybody had a hungry, hungry hippo just trying to grab a marble. Nobody was turning around and actually witnessing the influx into our state. We were the ones that just turned around created a great product, right? Consistent, proficiently speaking. And it just adhered to everybody that was moving to Colorado, regardless of COVID because of career changes, lifestyle changes, whatever it was, their life isn't stopping for COVID. Mm -hmm. Things had to keep moving. We were able to be a great resource for a lot of people because of that channel. Mm -hmm. But that was a huge pivot point for us. I know you've got a lot to say because that was was. your idea to talk about today. So I'm completely stealing your idea. No, it's, yeah. But it was like, man, what a, what a huge pivot point for us to just adjust how we were operating with business and still finding ways to be leaders yep. and bringing the value to the consumer regardless of mm-hmm. obstacle, right? And mm-hmm. There's always going to be obstacles. If it's not COVID, it's going to be something else. There's always obstacles. It's figuring out how you can adapt and then just scale that and become successful with it. And again, no matter what, providing the value for the consumer. Well, dude, and this is where like prior to all of that stuff, before we had all those ideas, before we realized, you know, the hungry, hungry hippos and how many people were outside coming in, what you and I did was just show up every yeah. single day. We didn't miss a fucking day, dude. Like the state, I was driving over here and there's nobody on the road. Dude, you know? not, not to cut you off. So save where you're at. Yep. I feel like Andy right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm keeping the subject the same. Um, you and I made an agreement. I remember we were like a couple days into this thing and I was like buying some in-home like workout stuff yeah. or something like that and it was like hey man we, you know we were on the, we were on set and we were just having a discussion you brought it up i brought it up i can't remember probably you and it was like hey hey we're on to something like we just hey look we just we're doing okay and, and you and i had a ton of deals that were still closing right around mm-hmm. that time so it was like okay like, we're okay but hey we just got to keep we just got to do this every day like we just got to keep our head down yep. and keep grinding on like providing for our families providing for our clients and just staying focused on the task at hand, not the distractions mm-hmm. and the uncontrollables. And I'll tell you what, dude, I've been there in life before. Military mm-hmm. operations, police operations, like I've been there before. And I, COVID was definitely an example of being back in, into an environment like that. Nobody's dying. Um, 
from from firefights or anything like that. It was serious. Just people are dying. So I'm not saying people weren't dying. I just mean it wasn't like a super it's not bullets flying over your head. No. Yeah. Right. So. But man, it was like, hey, we got to provide for our families. We got hey, clients have questions. We got to advise for them. And it was like, hey, 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 get dialed in, mm-hmm. show up every day, mm-hmm. provide value, keep focus on the controllable, right? And if you're in it, man, if you're in it every day and you're going hard in the paint, you're going to see, you're going to identify those obstacles and you're going to be able to just adapt and just roll with them, man, to, you know, more adequate than you think in order to, to help everybody out. But I just remember that conversation we had on set one day, and it was just, hey, we just got to show mm-hmm. up. Hey, let's just keep showing up every mm-hmm. day. Because it was like, oh, hey, we're not hurting. Mm-hmm. No, oh, hey, we're okay. All right. Like, hey, some things are changing. But we were like, hey, we're okay. Yep. We just, oh, hey, we are okay. Hey, we just got to keep showing up. And whatever they throw at us, let's stay on top of it, especially in real estate, because you don't want to be breaking those rules. But we just showed up every day, yep. and we stayed out of the weeds yep. on a lot of the drama that was going on. Well, dude, and that and that is just such a, a critical point there you know, that really I think is the cause for all the success that we've had uh, throughout this year was just showing up, man, and not getting caught in the news all day, not just staying home. Oh, hey, they said uh, I couldn't go out, so I'm just going to stay home and have a snow day and sit in my jam jams and watch Tiger King. Nope. Not going to happen, that dude. That was and, a good show. guys, that yeah, was a good show. I finished it. <laughs> I did, too. In a night. So I remember you I told me about it before I heard, <laughs> I, before I saw any memes or anything. Will told me about Tiger, <laughs> Tiger King. But the important thing, guys, um, and, and this is something, too, that I was thinking about just last night during my workout. Um, you know, it just showing up, guys, and how powerful that is to, man, maybe you're not making any progress. Maybe you're not moving forward at all. But the last thing you want to do in your fitness or your business ever is move backwards. I'll move sideways all day long before I ever take a step backwards. Yeah, and if it, you're not having some benefit to it, right? Man, like you, This is where we get into, like, the decisions you're making. But here's the deal. You're going to find those decisions. You're going to be resourceful and find the people to be around when you're in it every day. If you're not in it and assessing it and, just have to and be being a it. practitioner every day, yeah. you're not going to have the the context yeah. to be making those decisions. Well, and even with your workouts, man, like there's days where you wake up and you're just uh, in your brain starts telling you, I'm not feeling it. Uh, it's going to be a waste of time. Uh, I didn't get my proper nutrition. I didn't get my rest. Nope. Because the most important yeah. thing is keeping that just the habit of just and getting downstairs. True. And, you know, I think a lot of times COVID or... You know, like 75 hard, you have to work out outside, right? Mm-hmm. When it's like a blizzard, everybody was outside. Yep. So sometimes people do show up when it's like very romantic Glorious. to show up. Yep. So prior to COVID, the fact that we had showed up all summer, mm-hmm. even when we had deals rolling in and things were going good, we were still continuing to show up. Yep. That's what built a reservoir of deals coming in and financial benefit of providing yep. for our family. So when COVID hit and it did delay some things, and we did have some time, some downtime where we had to just adjust and then take, and then not only adjust, we figured out the adjustment was like, Hey, we're going to do YouTube and we're going to do these. We're going to scale our podcast. Mm-hmm. We weren't focused on doing deals. We weren't out getting new deals. Right. So we were kind of, man, we, we slowed down in that realm a little bit to build these other infrastructures mm-hmm. to then scale to the next level. Right. So if we wouldn't have had the success prior to COVID and those, you know, those deals coming in, We'd have been in bad shape or it'd have been a lot more nervous, just more, just the stress level would have been a lot higher because of that. So not only do we show up when, yeah, when times are tough and your back's against the wall and it's like, yeah, you feel like Rocky, you know, COVID, okay, I'm working out of my basement. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. okay. Once you get some momentum going, like, and you're you're in a good place, it's still time to scale. It's still time to make adjustments. And you and I, man, we were rolling when this was all starting to come through. 
but it was again, man, like we once we dissolved the team, we had sixteen or twenty four deals that were under contract or had just closed, mm-hmm. but then like sixteen more were under contract and we were coming through with and cool. But the work ethic never stopped. The vision of like what that next step never stopped. And I think just as important as you gotta, you know, focus on stepping up and showing up when, when your back's against the wall, it's also and when you've got some momentum and you're rolling, it's like, hey, not like now what? Right. Like, I think sometimes yeah. the complacency creeps in and we forget that we've got to maintain that. And it's not so much that you're going to keep doing the same thing. It's that the work ethic and that vision for the next step or the next endeavor cannot be complacent as you gain momentum. I, I love when the topic or the topic of conversation goes this way. You know, when you're watching a movie and they say the name of the movie in the movie, like Die Hard, he's like, I'm making this up, but now it's time to die hard or something. You know, you're like, hey, I'm going to live free. That's how, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Whenever the topic of conversation goes this way, I always like pointing out to people, I guess this is exactly why our podcast is called Day $1 Zero. Yeah. Cut to cut to Day $1 Zero Will Cam right here. Yeah. Guys, it, it's not just when your back is up against the wall and it's your literal Day $1 Zero. It, again, it's, it's how are you it's approaching harder every, every single day, guys, when you're already in shape, when you're already financially uh, successful, when, when you already have things going for you, it's, it's harder to get up out of bed sometimes. Yeah. But it's like the last thing you want to do is stop. It's like, it's like, man, you've worked so hard to get some momentum going and some success going. And now you have it. Why would you ever want to stop and have to cold start again? Stop what got you there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like you don't, no you way, never man. want to, but people don't think of it that way. It just you get complacent and you get comfortable. Well, and this is when it comes into yeah. systems and processes and the people you put yourself around. Because I, I agree, and complacency mm-hmm. is a big thing. Um, you know, in, in the military, in law enforcement, you know, like they, especially as, like as a cop, right? Day in and day out, you're you're helping people, and for the most part, like they're friendly. Maybe do a hundred tra- traffic stops, right? And everything is okay. That's when you're. That's when it's most dangerous. Right, because everything has just gone your way. Mm-hmm. Everything is okay. You're giving out some tickets or some warnings, and for the most part, people are civil. Like it's that car that you're creeping up to. It's that hundred and first car, where you got two felony warrants sitting inside of that car, and they both got guns, and they ain't going to jail. And those guys mm-hmm. start popping on you, and you're mm-hmm. not prepared because the last hundred traffic stops, you've been okay. This one, hey, are you going to be okay? Maybe, maybe not. And even if everything you do right. And being prepared, maybe you're still not going to make it out okay. However, that's usually not the case. Usually the case is like complacency has solidified itself with your behaviors and you get caught, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. it's like, man, it's so it's like I'm very I'm very uh, aware of the effects and the reality of complacency. And that's where my heart goes to when I identify with complacency. So this, there's not there's not too often, man, where I'm complacent with us, with mm-hmm. our business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I do think that either your past or whatever you can relate to, if you're similar to me, or remembering where you came from, if you're ground up like an Annie Frisella, or, man, more importantly, the people you're putting yourself around, especially in business, and then systems and processes of how are you setting up control measures to check in with yourself to so make sure you that. you're not doing that. Even yeah. if you got to call it, Anti-complacency meeting with self. Yeah. Every yeah, Friday yeah. at 5 p.m. on uh-huh, your calendar. Uh-huh. Call it what it is. Call it what it is. Like, for example, I was talking to a buddy last night, Tom Stafford. What's up, dude, if you're listening, by the way, <laughs> motherfucker. He texts me at 10 p.m. Hey, bro, am I allowed to talk some shit to you? <laughs> oh, shit. As long as, I'm, as long as I take shit back. I'm like, <laughs> um, first of all, he's old yeah. and he's fragile. <laughs> I'm like, why are you up at 10 o'clock? Like, you should have oh, had your insure by yeah. now. Yeah. 
right? You should be in your recliner <laughs> or in your bed, right? Sleeping. What's up, I was Tom? concerned. We were concerned, Tom. And he's like, hey, I was just looking online and um, looking at uh, the 75 hard challenge we got with, with Eric right now, yeah. Eric Colby. And he's like, he's, <laughs> he said something to effect of like, oh, like real clever, like, oh, a Will and Eric group is called Will and Eric. And it's a 75 hard challenge uh, benefiting, you know, Big Fish Foundation. Oh, so we call it Will and Eric Big Fish 75 hard, huh? And I'm like, hey, dude, it's a fucking group. It's not a movie title. It's not a new it's not a new TV show on Netflix. It's a group. I'll, it needs to just be upfront and honest with what it is. What and did I'm he like, want it to be called? Well, Blazing Saddles. I don't yeah, fucking so know. <laughs> but the problem is it's a group. It's not a movie. Yeah. There is no movie trailer, you know, like Die Hard, right? Like yeah, yeah. you can't really name that movie. Bruce Willis goes to downtown yeah, against yeah. all uh, yeah. that's the description, right? On, on Facebook groups, you want to be very deliberate with what it is. So when people read the title, it's like, oh, they know Will or they know Eric. 75 hard mental challenge, 2020. Like, oh, right off the bat, you know what it is. He was just busting our balls. Yep. All good. But I feel like be that way with yourself. Mm -hmm. If you need a meeting with yourself, if you need a meeting with your team, if you need a meeting with your family, right, with your wife or your kids or whatever it is, like, yeah. call it that, like, yep. progress meeting with so-and-so, right? Like, a county, accountability meeting for chores with kiddos. Yep. You know, anti-complacency meeting with self Friday at 5 p.m. Like, call it what it is and be upfront and honest about it and keep it simplistic. Like, don't over, don't over-romanticize your approach because you're just going to over-romanticize the bullshit you tell yourself mm -hmm. of whether you're adequate there or not. Well, dude, be pe people, be deliberate. people have to ask themselves, okay, when I've tried to do things like this in the past, has this worked for me? Yeah. And, man, by the time you're in your 30s, you should have a pretty damn good feel for what you're going to do and what you're not. And where I think people mess up a lot is they just, they don't put a system in place. Like you have to have enough self-awareness to be like, Hmm, the 3000 times I've tried to go on a diet before it hasn't worked. So why do I think keto is going to work for me? Why do I think this is going to work for me? Take your shirt off, look in the mirror. Ah, I bet that helps you, but you <laughs> but, don't do that. But do you, you got to put a system in place and yeah. like finding out what you've done before and what you haven't done before. And like for us, I think, um, Man, I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't talk about the benefits of us having a partnership. Um, the fact that like we show up every day for this, um, I'll call it like a figurative leg day. You know, that's why you always want a gym buddy. Like gym yeah. buddies are huge. Fun fact, going to the gym together is the one thing Will and I do not do together. We're with, we're with each other all day, every day. Yep. Minus going to the gym. Um, but man, it's like... Our, Eli hogs all the big weights our, and I don't right. play the game. Our business is our figurative leg day to where it's like, man... I'll, I know that my buddy's waiting on me at the gym at 6 a.m. I'm going, whether yeah. I feel like it or not, because he's going to call me a bitch if I don't. Right? And not just like I'm waiting on you, but like you have your roles in this business. I have my roles in this business. We're we have, both needed. Yeah. We're both needed. And if I don't get my shit done, man, like it's one thing if I let myself down. You got to be a sorry motherfucker. Let your let your buddy down, mm -hmm. you know, especially mm -hmm. your buddy that's that's putting out and doing doing the work mm -hmm. that he's supposed to adhere to for you as well. But no, man, it is. It's super important and, you know, Consist. I think that for me, 2021, if I had a message for other people, you know, humbly, if you even want to listen to me, right? Proficiency and consistency. And I think they go together, right? Like consistency is great. Hey, consistency is key. And it's true. It's true. But we've got to be proficient at what we're doing. We see this in real estate. We see it in lending. It's like, man, it's not just about showing up every day, but you've got to be proficient at your craft along with being consistent. So like, for example, take the YouTube page. Every single email, 
responded. Mm-hmm. Every single comment on any video mm-hmm. that was appropriate responded. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly, right, consistently in contact with people that are asking for help. So it's not just about, oh, I'm consistent with video, right? Man, I'm consistent. I'm putting it out. Yeah, but you've got to be proficient with how mm-hmm. you're handling clients or the public there, right? You've got to be proficient with your system of, you know, how do your emails come through? Where's it come to? Okay, it's, well, we've got our hyperlink in the text below the video, correct? Mm-hmm. You can click on that. You go to our mm-hmm. website. From our website, you can send an email or the number on the screen. You can text it, right? We text back. Yeah. You can call it. If we don't answer right away, we will call you back. There's a proficient system and process that is able for us to not only communicate with the outside, but also like just document and just be able to, to see where everyone is at. So if you have people that were that are six months out, four months out, one month out, whatever that may be, we can track where we're at with those clients and help them along as they go further, right? And that's mm-hmm. like the proficient side of it. It's not just about showing up every day and recording video. What are you doing with it? Like, where's the conversion? And this yeah. is where I have conversations. Man, we've had conversations a lot about this recently when we're talking to other business people or we're giving some advice on, on what we're good at and how it works. Where does it push the needle? And especially if we're talking B2B, if we're talking to other realtors or lenders or other people that are in business, we're in sales. Sales is relationships, right? And it's not just about the ideology behind getting creative or this or that. Like, hey, what pushes the needle? Like, where's your conversion? Don't tell me how many likes you have. Tell me how many homes you've sold. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, don't tell me how many phone calls you've had. Tell me how many homes you've sold. Don't tell me how many text messages you've had. Tell me how many homes you've sold. Because those text messages, those phone calls, those emails, those in-persons, right? There's got to be a process, right, of phone call to Zoom meeting to flying to Denver and looking at areas, dialing in an area to looking at homes in those areas to pulling the trigger on a home. There's an entire process that we help everybody with from And processes within the processes. Yes, and then processes within those processes that complete something and get it done. And it all starts from, like, people just watching our channel. But, again, it's like... There's so much more on the back end and there's so much more to be spoken about when it comes to proficiency than just showing up every day. Because if you're just showing up every day for the sake of showing up every day or showing up and doing a decent amount, like, hell yeah, you show up every day and you're recording videos and you're getting YouTube videos out there, but you have no idea, you know, how to communicate. Or you do. Oh, I don't know. I, I call the people back. Right? I text message people. But like, do you understand how to have guided, direct conversations with these people that get them dialed in and converted to a transaction? Mm-hmm. there's so much proficiency there. And I know, man, I love to have fun. I love to chit chat. I love energy in rooms. I love to bullshit and, and have a, have a good time with the bros and stuff. And I think sometimes I was talking to you about this and, may, and you said I was probably wrong, but sometimes I feel like <laughs> because I'm goofing off or having a good time, it's almost like I'm, I'm not exposing how dialed in we actually are or how serious and detailed I feel momentum or direction with, with people. Mm-hmm or places or things that do correlate into conversion. Maybe I don't speak enough about that, about those things, but if you're, you know, if you're listening right now, I think, and you know, good consistency, let's find a way to be consistent with ourselves and with our business. But you know, more importantly, how well am I proficient within my systems that actually turn or push the needle in our business mm-hmm. that creates more income in a better future? Well, and, and guys, that's something that's developed over time. And you know how our systems and processes all got put in place? We fucked something up. And Eli, we have, we have a system. Up. Yeah, we have a system and a process, <laughs> and we're going through. And then you realize you're going through your emails, and then you're like, you see one from last week, and you're like, oh shit, how did I not respond to that guy? 
okay, so what do you do? I went into my Gmail filters and I set up filters so that any email that comes from an address ending in X, like our website, gets flagged with a star and puts a little label on it that says it's a lead, right? Okay, cool. I saw a week old email and I put a, immediately put a fix in place. And, and I think that's one of the things that really is just a differentiating factor between um, just risk management, man, just yeah. in real time risk management well, and just, and just being resourceful and learning and just being on top of shit and realizing the second you see a little speed bump. Mm, okay. How can I address that? Because guys, there, there's, there's fixes for everything out there. And ultimately that's how the best systems and processes, you don't know everything that you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. You have to go through it and then, but you also have to be aware and in real time and have enough, um, expectation of high quality service from yourself that you realize when you delivered something less than high quality yeah. and immediately try and get that. Fixed. And that's that consistent part. Mm -hmm. If you're yeah, consistently yeah. showing up every day, you're going to find out what's working and what's not working in your business. You're going to feel mm -hmm. and you're going to see where things slip through the cracks per se. Right, correct. Right. And then that proficiency side is like, Hey, just doing all you can either within yourself or being resourceful and asking others or seeking others that can help you figure out what those control measures should be to prevent whatever's happening, right? And some right. of them you can handle on your own. Maybe some, some of these other ones you need advice. Hey, cool. But the consistent part has to come first, mm -hmm. right? And this is where like, no matter what course you're buying, not that there's not a lot of great courses out there. We're building one ourselves. I think it's phenomenal, but it's not going to be directly for you. You still have to figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for mm -hmm. you and how you apply someone else's course. And we've done this with ourselves, man. Like, we take what we know what works and what doesn't work from maybe some other other people we heard speak or some other courses that we took and we're taking what's working and we're, and we're leaving what's not for us and just figuring out like our own master plan yeah. of how yep. we operate and, and how we execute. Yep. And I think, you know, today, and I know we're going to get a lot, you know, a lot into this guys. Um, we've got a podcast coming up next week, just after uh, new year's. We're going to cover a lot of what we um, did with Andy Frisella and Sal and just what our experience was there. We're going to cover, some things that we're doing currently and what our approach is for the new year as far as like pushing the needle on our own stuff and then giving direct examples of what we're doing with those. So whether it be private Facebook groups, a second YouTube channel, relationships, those are going to be three big pillars that we're going to be talking about next week. You know, but today, not to be too long-winded and, and maybe spoil some of that stuff for next week, I want to be able to give the time that it deserves. I think the biggest thing for us, you know, in our reflection, Eli, and I'll, I'll let you kind of like close this thing out, but consistency and proficiency huge and then understanding like how to be resourceful how to feel your market how to feel what's going on and pivot and how can you be super proactive and feeling when pivots are because it's not just covid there's just times when your business has to be proficient and i remember andy talking about just he's not the most talented person or he didn't have any of the, any money or any mm -hmm. of that but it was like making the right decisions, right? With relationships or the direction he wanted the company to go. Like there's not enough spoken about those pivots. And I think we're going to hit hard. And I think the reflection of 2020 is correct pivots, mm -hmm. finding a way to stay consistent and proficient at those new endeavors that we pivoted into. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I would add to that is just constantly be running an analysis as Will would call it yeah. an after action report, everything you do, every part of your business if you just feel like you're in your life, like and when I say business, I also mean life. Those two, those two go hand in hand. Yeah. So, you know, just constantly analyzing 
How is my business running? What, what's feedback that I'm getting from my customers? What's feedback I'm it. getting from my wife? You yeah. know, what, what's the feedback that I'm getting from my kids, but they're not telling me? What's working? What's not working? Exactly. How can I address the pieces that are not working? Something that, or get rid of something that's not working. And then what is working? How can I triple down and, and put more effort and reap some benefit from those and triple down on them? 100%. I think yeah. that's all we got, bro. I don't want to spoil next week. I, I want some time to go into relationships, private Facebook groups, second YouTube channel, how we're building our business with an EXP and, and, and some of the roles that other people are going to have, you know, around our business and the people that we're partnering with and wanting to partner with other people that can also benefit from what we're doing. I want to give the time that those topics deserve. So I think, we, you know, just a couple key pieces mm -hmm. today on our reflection that's going to lead into production for 2021 was the biggest piece today. Mm -hmm. I think we hit that. So I'm just going to blue ball everybody. And we're going <laughs> to cut it off right now. And we're going to holler at you next week. If you guys found any value in this episode or our podcast, uh, if you could give it a share, give it a review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, we live stream on YouTube and Facebook, all those places, guys, wherever you're at, you can find us. Um, we appreciate your support. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Take care. Out.